Hey, welcome to Defining Life with me, Nick Boris. I am the owner of Defined Life and the creator of the Define My Day planner and journal. And the reason I mention all of that is because I've had a couple of questions recently about what I do. So I'm going to go a little bit into more of what I do for a living uh, and how we've literally helped 100,000 people more than that uh, over the past five years. Uh, something I'm very proud of, but still can't like quite make sense of. And I'll explain that why in a minute. Uh, again, as always, I thank you for joining me on this podcast. Um, we're growing a little bit every week, and I really appreciate you guys checking in and listening to me. I think this stuff is all valuable, and um, you know I'm learning as we go, uh, and I enjoy relaying what I'm learning as we go. We are defining a life for ourselves that is authentic and aligned with our values, and that is healthy. And that is the purpose of this podcast. So I appreciate you joining me and doing the same in your life. Okay, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, last week's podcast was about authenticity, and I'm going to touch on that a little bit more um, because it's something I've wrestled with a lot, and I feel like we need to flesh it out, especially given some of the questions that I've seen that have popped up afterward. Uh, I want to kind of flesh that out, like, you know, how do you really know what's authentic to you, especially if you're not aware, if, like, you've been living a life that is, you know, not quite in alignment with um, who you believe you are. You know, how do you, how do you get free and, and do the things that are authentic to you? So that's, that's going to be part of this. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, the, the process I'm going through to get a little bit healthier in my life. Uh, how the relationships that I have and used to have impacted that. Um, and, and, and also in looking back in retrospect, uh, a specific example of how my perspective got a little tilted early on and, you know, decisions I made afterward, uh, you know, were impacted by my earlier perspective. So um, we're going to talk about that. Um, but first, what do I do? What do I, what gives me the right to even talk about this stuff? Well, I own Defined Life. Uh, it is the company that publishes this, the Define My Day Planner and Journal. Uh, this is one of mine. This is an older one. Uh, this is the original color. Uh, my favorite, my, the blue with the black wire is my favorite, but we do other ones, pink, purple, teal, different spring colors, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but this was a planner that I created for myself to help me along my path. Uh, I was a business owner. I was overwhelmed. I was felt like I was never gaining enough traction to keep moving forward, to, to get over that next hurdle, to reach my goals, all that sort of thing. So I started with a worksheet that I would write down my priorities every day. And it would help me get through a day and accomplish the main thing that I wanted to do that day. And it was usually all aligned with work. And so as I refined this page, you know, I would print it out every day. And I started adding little mindfulness uh, habits, you know, like what the thoughts I wanted to have for that day would be. Um, and then I started writing a little summary, like based on everything that I have planned for my day today, you know, this is my theme for the day. And so that all got put on this 
piece of paper that I would print out every day and write on and, and file it away in a folder. And I still have all the old ones from like seven years ago. And it, it's funny to see what I was talking about to myself at that point in time. And then I got the idea to bind it and put it into a book. So this is, this is the original one, right? This is still, this is four weeks. Each one of these books has four weeks. So this is four weeks. It's just super thick. Uh, this cost me $75 to do at FedEx Kinko's. Um, you know, obviously not a sustainable business model, but it was, you know, it was my early attempt to get it all bound and figure out what it might look like. And so this was the original guy right here. Um, I have a couple of those that I did just as I was refining the process. And eventually, you know, we came up with this, this book and it was, this is the original blue. I thought I was going to sell it to business owners. And I found a significant market in the, you know, a, a lot of females in the age group of like 45 to 65, even, you know, getting into retirement ages, um, you know, people that were in this place where they were just sort of getting pulled around by life um, and they wanted to gain a little bit of direction. And so Define My Day is not a scheduler. It's not a planner in that you're just trying to slot things into your day. It is a method to help you with that big list of things you have to help you refine it down to the most important things you have to do today. So you have your big goals and we break them down into a monthly goal, like a monthly, at the end of this month, this is what I want to have accomplished. And then we help you break it down into smaller chunks. This is what I want to do. This is the component I want to do for this week. This is the little marker on my path. And then for the things I want to do this week, the, the couple of main milestones I want today, these are the one to three priorities I need to accomplish to move down that path. So you can schedule your appointments and you can schedule your obligations into your calendar, right? You have your, uh, your phone calendar, your Outlook calendar or a written calendar. Define my day as a process to help you get your head right and focus on the things that are really important to you, aligned with your values that take you down that road uh, to be the person with a clearly defined life, with a purpose, all aligned with the values, who you are as a person. And so that's the practice of Define My Day. And we have printed and sold over a half a million Define My Day planners. We have over 100,000 customers that have purchased Define My Day. I have email after email telling me this has changed my life. And through all of that, I still struggle with being the guy, the face of this because my journey has been so circuitous. My journey has been so up and down. Um, and at times I felt like, how can I even talk to people about this? because I don't have my stuff together, right? But all the while, I was pulling it together. And there will be future moments where I know, I, you know, like, oh my goodness, like this is a struggle. But we all go through it. And that was one of the realizations that I've come to in recent months, is that a lot of people are struggling in ways that we don't understand. And many times we all feel the same way we're just too embarrassed to tell each other about it, right? We're too embarrassed to say like, oh God, I'm struggling with this too. And a lot of times then 
the other person is not in a place where they can even hear it because they have their own struggles. And we sort of have this culture where we just sort of, you know, we don't support each other. We just kind of like go about our own way. We're very separate in that way. And we're all doing these, you know, social media moments that look great, but inside, like, nothing, nothing is like that. So, you know, I want to bring in this podcast and in the articles we write on defiantlife.com some perspective and, and like just, you know, talk to you about the methods that I'm employing to navigate life, to define my own life. So, um, you know, that's, 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 that's my story. That's why I'm here. Um, to, to wrap up the planner discussion, because we have some people like this book here is four weeks, right? So this book gets you four weeks. We sell them in a three pack, which means you get 12 weeks. Um, and then we also sell a define my year where you can get 13 planners, which covers the entire year. It's not aligned with a calendar. It's four weeks. We want you on a consistent, um, you know, a consistent rhythm. We don't want, you know, aligned with a calendar because the first day of the month could be Wednesday. It could be Friday. We want you to know that you're like major planning days, which aren't major, but like 10, 20 minutes of like going through and really thinking about what you want to do in the next four weeks. We want that to be the same day every time for you. So if you typically have time to do this on a Sunday evening or whatever, we want you to sit down with your Define My Day Sunday evening every single time and go through the process. And then, you know, you have, you know that like day one is always going to be Monday or Sunday or whatever day you want to make day one. Day seven is always going to be the last day of the week for you, Saturday or Sunday. Or if even if like maybe Wednesday is your day, so you can always start on Wednesday. It's flexible in that way. So that you can use it for whatever you want or use it when you ever, when, you know, how you want. But it's also, you know, what for? So I said I started it off with business. I use it a lot now for my personal stuff. You know, for me, what are my priorities for me today in a holistic way? Uh, that's the way it shifted. If I look back six years ago, it was all business, business, business. I need to make more money. Now I am... I still have business in there, but depending on the day, a lot of it's going to be be present with my kids. It's going to be housework I have to do. It's going to be my mindset if I'm going out in a, with a group of people or if I'm going to an event. You know, what am I going? To, what sort of experience am I going to be open to? What's going to be my mindset going into that? So, it's changed for me. Now, um, as far as like you, you know, options for people, we did create this year the Platinum Edition of Define My Day. This has 12 weeks. It's a much larger format. Um, and the day um, pages are front and back where you get the planning and the journaling all in one day. And then we also included a week 13 in this book where it's, it's a rest and recovery uh, week so that you can wrap up things that you may not have finished, but also... Um, you know, if, if you are, like, if you need to take a breather, this is what it's there for. And in the Define My Day Platinum Edition, there are specific prompts each of the seven days that walk you through, you know, what you experienced over the past few months and then what your, what your mindset's going to be moving forward. If anything shifted, we want you to be aware of that. So it's, it's I love the new process in the Define My Day Platinum Edition. Um, it's great. It comes in a, in a hard sleeve. It's a bigger format, a little bit less portable than the regular Define My Day. Uh, but if you're somebody that likes to keep it at home and just start your mornings off with it, it is, uh, it, it's, an, it's a great option for you. 
Uh, and we did have a lot of requests for larger format, so that's where we are with that one. On the flip side, we also started offering the Defined Life Planner. Now, the Defined Life Planner is a simpler format. It still has the same basic page as Define My Day, but it has none of the other stuff. It doesn't have any of the habit tracking. It doesn't have the, um, you know, the, 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 the in-depth review pages. Uh, what it does give you is a visual goal-setting practice where you can walk your path from, you know, like your little compass here set in your direction to the desert of distraction up to your little mile marker here, your signpost up to base camp, which is going to be your, your 12-week plan. And then your overall, the mountain for you, like your overall life goals up here. So you're breaking this all down. You're going from top to bottom, breaking this all down so that you can see the path that you're going to be traveling. And it's, it's, it's really good. I, I mean, I, I was very excited when we were creating this. I, you know, it was meant to be sort of like an intro option, but it's, um, it, it, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm really excited about it because it's, it's really how I started with Define My Day. I didn't start with the whole process when I first created it. I started with the daily sheet, and that's basically what this is with that little bit of visualization helping you connect the dots. And um, that one there is 13 weeks also. The, the rest and recovery week is a little bit more basic than Define My Day Platinum. But if you are looking for a, a, a quick way to analyze your goals and your priorities for the day, the Define Life Planner is the way to go. And then it's an easy transition. If you feel like you want to go a little bit more in depth, you want to integrate more of our practices, the habits, all that stuff, it's an easy transition to get to the Define My Day Planner. So that's where we like, that's how I make my money, right? That's, that's what I do. I don't do coaching. I don't do anything else. At the moment, all we do is sell the Define My Day Planner and the Define Life Planner. And the rest of this is just my experience going through life and using this. And this has been part of my life for the past seven, eight years in some form or another. And man, I, I couldn't do without it. In fact, I lost my planner last week from like Thursday to Saturday. I threw a bunch of mail on top of it and I didn't realize it. And I was looking all over the house for this thing. It was not in any of the usual places. And man, I was lost. I, I mean, I, I so I had to start writing things down on my whiteboard behind me but not doing that process. And I didn't want to start a new planner because I already had things written into this one. I had affirmations, new affirmations that I hadn't quite memorized yet that I really like. And so I really wanted to find this planner and I knew it would turn up eventually. And I, wouldn't you know that I was sorting through the mail on Sunday and I, I found it. So all's well. Uh, but it was, it was, I was having a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a traumatic event going on there when I, when I lost it. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, the major cornerstone of my day is that book. It's that process. It's the Define My Day process. Everything else has come out of that, whether it's my exploration into meditation, my habits, you know, the routines that I'm building, my morning routine, my evening routines. All of it stems from what I started with Define My Day. It's that touchstone. It's the, you know... 
when I was working, I would carry it around with me every day. I would carry it to business meetings. It would be around in my car. Uh, now um, it stays in the house unless I, I'm driving to the grocery store or whatever. Sometimes I have my shopping list in there. But it's it's always on my nightstand or on my desk or sitting on the, in the, on the kitchen counter. And I can always reference back to it. Oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it helps me identify the things I'm not supposed to be doing, too. So, you know, I have my distractions written in there. Like, if I know today is going to be a rough day, I'm going to be busy. I can't get distracted, you know, with, you know, videos online or emails that don't matter or phone calls. Like, I need to focus on this. Um, And even with the kids, if I have the kids one weekend, like, I need to be with the kids. I can't be looking at my phone. So, you know, things I will avoid is, you know, disengaging from activities with my kids. So it helps me do that too. Um, you know, as far as last week and how this all fits in with all of it, the process has grown my awareness of what I do like and don't like. The, the process of going through Define My Day has made me more introspective. And instead of reacting to what's going on around me all of the time, it's, it's really helped me grow my awareness of the relationships that I have, the value they bring, or sometimes the pain that they bring, and, you know, what I want to do with it. It helps me plan that out. And many times, you know, I even become aware of it through this process, through the journaling or through setting my intentions and then failing on those intentions, you know, the more I, you know, write down a priority and don't accomplish it, it's almost as, as valuable as accomplishing it. You know, I, I see like, okay, I, I didn't do this. Why? Why? It wasn't authentic to me. It, you know, I got distracted or somebody pulled me away from it. And now I'm really resentful and, you know, now I need to go do it. I need to write it down again tomorrow or the same thing keeps getting written down day after day after day. And why? Why can't I get this done? Is it just me stuck? Is it things popping up in life that I need to get, like, get away? Like, give me time, like get my time back? Why am I not doing this thing that I want to do? Many times it's because it wasn't authentic to me, to the person that I wanted to be. It was something that I thought I needed to do to create an image, to do things that other people wanted me to do. And so it was the constant process of writing things down, doing it or not doing it, and then really reflecting on why I could not do it or did do it, why it was easy, why I felt good, why when I accomplished it, I didn't feel as good as I thought I would. All of these thoughts occur when you write it down and then reflect on whether you were successful or not. And it's taken years. I've been doing this for years. And I have new experiences and new realizations all of the time. All of the time. And now I am super aware of people that don't do this. The people that just wake up and are just reacting to everything coming at them from the moment they wake up until the moment they go to bed. And even after they go to bed, they're laying in bed and they're still thinking and reacting to the things that have been going on in their lives with like no awareness or no feeling of control of how they can navigate it in a better way. And so my mission with Define My Day is to help people break that cycle. 
become aware. It can be a long process. A lot of times there's early breakthroughs, but there's still a lot of processing of that that has to happen. And so for me, it's been, it's going to be a lifelong process for me. It's going to be me writing down my intentions for the day, writing down my goals, how they connect, how my day connects to my life and what makes me feel good, what makes me feel bad. But along the way, I'm growing my sense of self, my sense of authenticity, the, you know, the, the confidence that when I walk out, like, I know who I am now. I know what makes me feel good. I know what makes me feel bad. And I know what serves me. And the confidence you get when you do that, I've never experienced it before. And believe me, I still have bad days. But I've never experienced the feeling of walking into a room knowing who I am, the way I am now. And if I keep going, I'm looking forward to meeting the guy that I'm going to be in a year or five years that can walk into a room and be like, hey, I'm Nick and I'm here. And that's it. I don't need to prove myself to anybody. I don't need to sell myself to anybody. I'm good. And if you're good, we're good, right? That's the kind of feeling that I am looking for, that I've seen glimpses of, and I like it, and I'm going to keep going at it. And everybody can have that, and it's just a matter of being authentic. It's a matter of doing the things that are in your heart that you want to be doing, having the relationships that you want. That's, I mean, that's, 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 that's like, if you want to live the life that you, that, that makes you truly happy, do that. Live authentically every day. Grow your awareness of what's good for you and what's not. It's life-changing. Life-changing. You know, part of this process for me, and talking about perspectives and authenticity, I... I went back. I wanted to go back and look at some old letters. I have a purpose for it that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention. But I went back and looked at some old letters that I was getting in the military. And the story I would have told you a week ago about me in the military was that, you know, I had I had good friends. I had some strong sense of connection with with certain people. Um, you know, I still remember. You know, being 18 years old on Guam and after a couple of 12-hour shifts, when we would reach our break, going back to my dorm room and popping in dazed and confused and drinking a case of Miller Lite um, and then watching the Alice in Chains unplugged. Um, I mean, I like feel like that was like every time, like every last day of the shift, right? And uh, man, those were great times, great times. And those, those that movie and those the songs from that 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 show uh, still today means so much to me. But I also had a lot of a lot of pain through those years, right? I felt disconnected a lot of time. And I would have told you a story about somebody that wasn't cared for. I'm telling you like two weeks ago, I would have told you like my early 20s, Nobody cared. I would tell you that. But then I start 
looking back and I'm reading these letters, I got letters from my dad constantly. Um, and, you know, he would send me newspaper articles from the, like the sports section about the Penguins and the Steelers and send me, like, he would cut out the standings and the points standings and scoring. And, and you know, I mean, it's just, it was, it was great. Uh, he would send me the, a recording, a tape recording of the local uh, morning show on the radio that I would always listen to. My cousin, I had actually multiple cousins would write me frequently, um, even friends from high school. And I, I, I never, I, I seriously never remembered this. I have friends from high school that would write me front and back pages of what they were doing in their lives. And I never wrote any of them back because I was in so much pain that I, di- I didn't digest it in a healthy way. And so I, I, I couldn't experience the connection that they were offering me. And I came across some letters from a woman I met back then. I mean, we were kids. She, we were both like 18, 19 years old when we knew each other. And we were great friends. And when I moved away to another base... She would write me all the time and I would never write back. Like I was gone, right? And I was in my own stuff and she would write me. And one point I found a letter she wrote me, you know, like I've written so many times and you've never written me back. This makes me really sad. And, you know, told me all the reasons why. And, uh, man, I'm like, man, what kind of, I, 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 now at the time I didn't feel like a jerk. Um, And I know it was from a place of like pain and loneliness and like whatever I was feeling. But here's somebody that was writing me that like, I mean, with the right perspective would have made me feel not lonely. Right. But I don't know what it was. I was just disconnected. I was almost creating the environment where I was disconnected. And so I actually I messaged her um, online last week. I'm like, I sent her a photo of the letter and um I said, look, I, I was a terrible friend. I'm sorry. And we talked a little bit back and forth. Um, but, um, man, I like, what the heck, man? I created, I created the story that I was telling myself about being lonely or disconnected, even while people were telling me through letters and probably in other ways, I'm here for you, right? But, man, I, I couldn't quite connect it all, right? But if I was going through a process of journaling, like maybe I would have written down, you know, so-and-so sent me a letter today. It was really nice. You know, like that little moment of like reflection and thinking like, maybe that triggers an upward spiral where I'm not, where I'm thinking things aren't that bad, right? Where, you know, if I'm going through my day and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Maybe in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, but I got that letter, right? things aren't that bad. That self-reflection and the ability to like take in your day, uh, the good and the bad and sorting through it all. I, I wish I had that skill 20, 25 years ago. I wish I had it 30 years ago. Um, but it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. And, um, man, I, I just, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked Hooked. Absolutely. I can't like those couple of days I didn't have my book. It was killing me. 
killing me. Um, and so that's where I am now, right? I'm still sorting through things. I'm still navigating life. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still screwing things up. I'm still figuring out who I am. I'm still trying to find my community, my authentic community. And I know it's going to take a long time to build that. Years. And I, that was probably the hardest part about this retreat that I went on a couple of weeks ago. I made a couple of connections, small connections, but connections that you just don't make, you know, going about your day. And then to have that all pulled away and then come back to real life and realize that, like, a lot of the connections I had were inauthentic. And now here I am requiring myself to build new authentic connections. Uh, that's it's it's a it's a monumental task, but it's one that I don't want to shrink from. And it's funny because I just had a conversation yesterday with a guy and uh you know, I, I'm like I'm like, dude, like the stuff that you talk about is exactly what I'm what I like I read and research and like it was it was you know like oh my god, like here we go. Here's life saying, nope, here's here's a here's a connection for you. Here's a guy that speaks your language, right? And so, you know, have a good conversation. And, and, you know, hopefully down the road you have another good conversation. And that's, that. I mean, that's it. That's, that's like you, if, when you're authentic and you can talk about stuff like AI with somebody and you can go down a half an hour conversation road about AI, that's a cool conversation. And that's what I look forward to. Um, yeah. So... In the meantime, here I am talking to you. Uh, but we're also going to have people on this podcast, right? I'm lining up a couple of people right now, and we're going to do some interviews, and we're going to talk about specific things. We're going to talk about trauma. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about things that I see my Define My Day users struggling with on a daily basis. And I'm going to bring people in here that know more about it than me, that have taught me things. And hopefully they can teach you also. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I am continuing on my journey. I am doing what I need to do this year. If you remember this year, health, like last year was mental health. This year is relationship and physical health. I am building my health right now. And um, I look forward to talking about that also down the road here. We're going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be in a place where I'm comfortable in my own body. And uh, that's like one of my priorities every day. That is written down every day. I talk about it to myself every day. And you and I are both going to see the change there because um, it's top of my list. So, hey, thanks for joining me on this discussion today. I'm going to get out of your phone or wherever you're listening to me. Go move on to your next awesome podcast. Um, but, you know, if you liked mine, if you liked this conversation, like it, subscribe to this podcast, write me a five-star review. If you didn't like it, uh, just move along. Pretend like you never saw it <laughs> or never listened. <laughs> um, but thank you. I appreciate your time with me today. If you've made it this far, um, I appreciate you listening. Um, keep moving forward. Keep defining the life full of purpose, aligned with your values, um, that just just makes you so happy to be here. Um, keep moving forward. Keep that up. Talk to you soon.